Welcome to the Wealth and Purpose Podcast, where people who are led by their hearts come to learn the secrets to creating wealth in a way that feels really good and live their purpose fully in the process. I'm your host, Patty Lennon. I'm an ex-type A corporate banker turned intuitive business coach. I'm also a wife, a mom to two preteens, a professor, Girl Scout leader, and well, hey, you get it. Like you, I wear a lot of hats. Whether you're looking for inspiration to get started or strategies to get growing, I am here to help you create abundance in every area of your life and business. Welcome. Hey there and welcome. It's Patty, your host. I am so appreciative that you've chosen to spend some time with me here on the Wealth and Purpose podcast. This episode is being brought to you by The Receiving School. And what we're going to talk about today actually relates directly to the receiving school. So for the last couple of weeks, I've been doing free, giving free masterclasses as a way to offer what I can of the tools I know to as many people as possible. At the time that this is being recorded, we are in a period of isolation during the coronavirus pandemic. So if you're listening to this at a future date, that's what's going on right here. So it means we've been home and we're staying indoors or we're going out to get fresh air, but we're not engaging with other people. And it's been quite, quite an adjustment period. And as I engage the large community, we've created over at the Receiving Method Insiders Group. And I will make sure that the link to that is dropped in the show notes if you want to join us what I'm seeing is that the desires and the concerns and the challenges for many people are fairly consistent. And there's a piece of wisdom or teaching or learning that I've done that I share in the receiving school that I've hesitated to share outside the receiving school. But the overwhelming feedback from people who have gone through the receiving school is that now that information is more important than ever. And I did share it on a lighter level on one of our master classes. And many, many people have gotten benefit from it. So I'm going to do my best to share it here now because I think it is the piece that is the most relevant right now. And I think it's the greatest gift that I can provide at this stage in our journey together here on the planet. Before I dive into that, though, I want to talk a little bit about something that I have shared only in the Facebook group for the most part. And that is that as I've been doing Oracle card readings inside the group for the group, Something happened about a week ago, maybe a little bit more, where while I was in the process of pulling cards to do a reading, I got a message from coronavirus. And I'm going to tell you right now that that is just as crazy and cuckoo to me as it probably sounds to you that coronavirus is talking to me. But I feel at this stage, I should just be honest about it. Just go right out there, way out on the ledge and share it because I think the message that I got has been helpful for many. And for that reason, I want to share it with, with you here. So I was about to pull cards and the deck that I pulled from in this particular reading was from a deck called Sacred Geometry. And I hadn't really looked at that deck in a couple of years. 
And so when I was looking at all my decks and just, and just feeling which one had a message to share, that one called to me and I thought, of course, because right now what we're dealing with in this virus is just as much based on sacred geometry. All nature is based on sacred geometry. And wouldn't that be relevant? And as soon as I had that thought, that's when I, the message came that there was this entity that was coronavirus that wanted to speak. And so I opened up to that message and here is what it is. What she said, and she did come through to me as a, a feminine energy, was that she loves us all so much. She loves humanity so much and that it is hard for her that her presence on the earth is bringing pain to so many. And that she did want us to know though, that the journey was love and that that was the destiny of this entire situation. And what she also shared was that the virus is mutating and morphing based on what it interacts with. And when it interacts with love, it mutates in a positive direction. And when it interacts with lower vibrations like hate and anger and violence, it is, I don't know what the right word is because she more shows it to me than really explains it to me is that it basically becomes a more destructive virus, I would say. But again, the voice that she came through with had so much love in it that even saying the word destructive doesn't quite match what she was showing me. And she said that, you know, each of us, if we want to know what we can do, it is to strengthen our own vibration of love. And that means having compassion for others, having compassion for ourselves, first and foremost, having compassion for others and forgiveness, forgiveness of ourselves and forgiveness of others. And that this is powerful work to be doing right now. If you've been with me for a while, you know that I am not a fan of spiritual bypassing. I am uh, actually work quite hard to make sure that people don't use spiritual tools to bypass dark and difficult emotions. And so I will tell you, I'm not sharing that with the expectation that you can suddenly jump into a place where everything feels good right now. I don't think that's possible for some people and I don't think it's necessary. And that actually has a lot to do with the tool from the receiving school that I want to talk about today. But when I tell you that what I, the reason I tell you is that I do feel that this is part of what we are meant to learn. And I do believe that this is happening for us and not to us. And that's something I say to myself whenever I'm faced with a difficult time is if I knew that this was happening for me and not to me, what would it mean? This also does not mean that I think loving and being loving bypasses doing the things that we know we should be doing to be safe and take care of our communities because staying in, not getting together with other people, washing our hands, doing all the things we've been instructed to do is just as much about love as anything else because it's love of all above love of self. And by self, I mean not your soul self. I mean that individuated ego self. And so just understand there's a difference between taking care of your deep soul needs. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about when your ego is saying, I want this or I want that in this very like ego-driven way. It's not catering to that over the, the soul needs of the group. 
And so what I'm seeing in my own community, at least, is the people who are still gathering. You know, I'm, I think it comes from this place of individuated experience, meaning, you know, if I feel like going out, I should be able to go out and it doesn't matter. And I've been doing my own work to kind of work through my judgment of those people and to forgive them and do whatever forgiveness work I need to do inside myself to get clean on that. But I think when we have to be really careful when we say, I feel like doing something, because that's actually a tool I'm going to talk about in a moment. You want to make sure that feeling is your soul, not your ego. And your ego comes from your brain. It comes from very, it it usually has to do with short-term pleasure and trying to satisfy short-term pleasure over long-term pleasure and the long-term benefit of, of the whole. The other thing I do want to mention is I got, I've been getting questions about, did I see this coming, this virus? Again, if you've been listening here for some time, you know, there was a a number of podcasts last year where I spoke to, you know, what we do when we go through difficult times and what it means. And one of the messages I got consistently when I would inquire about that for myself or my clients was that, and this was last year in 2018, that we were, you know, as those difficult times came up and we're going through these dark nights of the soul, that that was happening to clear out our stuff, to clear out the rough edges, to get rid of the hurts and the traumas and heal them as much as possible so that we would be prepared for the spiritual evolution that was coming in 2020. And it was constantly given to me that that message, that there would be this spiritual evolution. But the way that I saw it was almost as an energy wave that passed over the planet at the beginning of this year. And I honestly just thought it meant that there would be sort of this awakening where people who weren't acting in a way that was alignment with their souls would really put, it would put them into personal crisis. I never saw this as an actual event. But in as much as that's true, what I did see of this energy and that this was about a spiritual evolution, I still firmly believe that. I believe that this is about us rising to a new level of awareness and consciousness and love. And I don't put definitions onto what that means because quite honestly, I don't think I know completely. But I know for myself is I can feel the lift happening. I can feel the, the tension between shoulds inside myself and then knowings. So like the shoulds are what you should do because X, Y, and Z. And usually that comes from society pressure versus what I know for myself to be true. I mean, even this going outside, you know, my son is 14. He has friends whose parents are still letting them meet in a park. And it's been really easy for me to say, you know, this is what our family is about. This is what our family does. We don't We don't go out and meet in groups when we know that it's going to harm another. And I don't know that that would have been as easy for me a year ago. I think I've gotten to this higher ground through what I've been through over the last year, certainly. And so there's gifts in that. And to that point, then, um, wherever you are in your journey, here's the tool that I I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast I want to share. So in receiving school, receiving school is built on sort of three essential pieces of this journey of being able to receive with the end goal being that I or you are in a place where we can 
when we're receiving all the gifts of the universe, whether it is money, love, support, or intuitive guidance, like all of the, all the things that the universe is sending us or the divine or God, whatever we're to use to be able to actually receive all of that. As we go through that journey in receiving school, the first part is to receive yourself. And the very first like three weeks of the program are really focused on that. And as I was contemplating sharing that before this pandemic started and I was thinking about marketing, receiving school, and I thought about sharing that, I went back and forth because it was the thing that had the most powerful results. And it ended up creating all those ripples of money, love, support, and intuitive gifts. Although it's a very practical tool, you know, I ultimately decided not to really share it for one reason. Inside the receiving school, when we go through that training, that that piece of the training, what I found is it's the place where most people stumble. It's the place where people need a, a lot of help and have very specific questions about how this works for them. How do they receive themselves? What does that mean? And so I'm going to do my best here on the podcast to just give you the the most basic version of this, um, a workable tool for you to be able to take this and use it in your life right now as we're in the middle of this pandemic. Because again, what I'm hearing from the people that went through receiving school is that what they learned by taking receiving school. And what's so interesting is the majority of people that joined the receiving school when I first launched it in November didn't join for any specific reason. Most of them said, I just felt like I was supposed to be there. And I find that so fascinating because what they ended up getting out of it rarely looked like what they thought they were going to get out of it. And most people that went through the program, although they did see increases in money coming in and, and love and support and relationship, improved relationships and being able to tap into these intuitive answers that they weren't able to do before they took the program was that at the end of the program, they felt profoundly more peace inside their own lives at just being alive. They just felt calmer and more at ease and not stressed or worried the way they knew they would have been because we came out of that right into the holidays at the end of the year and then right into the first year. And they just had a very different experience with that than they ever had before. And I think that's so interesting because now they're saying the same thing as they're going through the challenges we're facing in the pandemic, that they're calling on those tools. And the main one being to receive what is happening and receive yourself in the process. And so what that means is receiving school and the receiving method and everything I teach in it is based on the fact that there is only one thing called receiving. So when you might want to receive money or more support or more love or your intuitive gifts, focusing on that one little pie slice isn't the best method. The best method is to understand receiving is receiving is receiving and also blocking, which I call resistance is resistance is resistance. What this means is that when you open up to receiving, all the things are going to come in. So you can focus on becoming more intuitive and the money flow is going to open up. You can open up on receiving more love and your intuitive gifts are going to grow. Resistance isn't specific. It's an energy field around us. And the easiest way 
or I should say the simplest way because it's not easy, but the simplest way is to not resist what is happening. And this was the sort of like mind-blowing piece for many people was that they could receive negative events and things that cause them to feel bad and receive it fully, meaning not resist it and actually accept it and accept their reactions to it. And that that wasn't actually creating like a break in their law of attraction or their break in their manifestation that actually feeling the feeling you are having by maybe being trapped in your house or having to teach your kids or having your job in jeopardy, or maybe having already lost your income stream because of this, or if you own a business feeling concerned with it, that you want to receive that. You want to allow that reality in. By allowing it in, you don't make it permanent. Actually, you make it so that the universe can lift it off your shoulders. But as long as you resist it, it's like you're holding your hands out in front of you. And when you hold your hands out in front of you, that is resistance. And that resists everything. You basically make it a thousand times more challenging for the universe divine source to help you. You make it hard for you to hear guidance. You make it harder for you to see what you need to see along the path. And so this is the tool. Right now, I want you to think about what is happening and figure out where have you let it in? Where have you allowed your life in all of the different facets of it? And then maybe contrast to that is, Where are you almost holding your breath or white knuckling it and trying to resist it and and wish it away? That is the part that is holding you up from getting to higher ground or what I consider to be higher ground is resisting what is going on. And so if you let it in and you start to have negative emotions because of it, just understand you're not manifesting more negative stuff. And this is the thing that we've been taught wrong in the law of attraction or traditional manifestation is that when you feel bad, you are attracting more bad. There's a nuance to this that just isn't taught. It's when you start making up stories to make yourself feel bad, that's when you start manifesting negative stuff. When you start making up stories about what things mean, that's when you start manifesting negative stuff. But if someone slaps you across the face and you feel pain, that isn't manifesting anything negative. And so when you suddenly have the rug ripped out from underneath you, as many people have right now, and you feel shocked and you feel anxious and you feel scared and you feel afraid I guess those two words are the same. Whatever you're feeling directly in response to what is actually happening in your reality, that's what's called clean pain. And that pain is actually allowed inside of law of attraction. It doesn't disrupt you attracting positive things. And the thing is, the faster you allow yourself to fully feel it, the faster it will actually leave you. Now, I do want to warn you, and I put that in quotes, When I teach this in the receiving school, it's right at the beginning, most people really do have a hard time with it. So if your mind is kind of like messing around with you and and trying to make sense of this, just trust me that that's pretty normal in this process. It goes against what a lot of us have been taught. The reality is 
if you can let that happen, if you can let your emotions come in and leave you, because they will leave you naturally if you do not resist and you just let them flow through you, then they can flow up and out or down and out, whichever type of emotion they are. And that's where you get to higher ground. And that's where you're vibing at that higher level. That's where you're attracting what you need. That's where things are getting easier. And here's the feedback that people are giving me about using this is that as they've been going through this, they have felt at peace and at ease with what is going on because they can trust what they're feeling and they can honor it. And so you, you have that burst of concern or fear or anger, whatever it is, it flows through you. Well, what follows on the other side of it typically is peace and ease. And then you can trust that. And that energy tends to stay a lot longer. That's what takes you to that higher ground. Now, someone had asked me, I'd asked our Facebook group, you know, what they thought I should share on this particular podcast episode, because they had been so we've been interacting so closely and they'd heard a lot of what I've been sharing. And definitely this was the number one thing was just understand you can feel mad, sad, or bad, and it's okay. You're not manifesting other bad stuff. So just know that you just got to let yourself feel it and then let it go. Now, if all of a sudden you start thinking, Oh my God, I'm reading the news reports and it looks like we're going to be in isolation for 18 months. Okay, now you've moved over into where those bad feelings are actually manifesting negativity because you're making up stories to make yourself feel bad. That is going to start bringing in negative stuff to match it because the reality doesn't actually match it. Okay, but if it's that, oh my goodness, my mom just called me and she has a fever and now you're feeling fear, just understand that that's, and she may not have COVID. You're not making up a story. She has a fever. She has a symptom of a very um, concerning virus that is definitely present right now in the world. Okay. So you breathe in and that's all you need to do is breathe into that emotion, breathe it in and breathe it out, breathe it in and breathe it out and just keep doing that until it flows out. Now I will tell you, your brain only has the ability to produce an emotional reaction or that, that fear-based reaction in response to an emotion for 45 seconds. That's the longest you can experience that. If something goes longer than 45 seconds, it means you're feeding it with your thoughts and you want to start to notice that. But this is really, really all you need to do is allow yourself to really see what's going on feel the feelings, and then react from there with inspired actions. Then you breathe. Once you allow the initial like burst of adrenaline or whatever's happening for you go through you is feel into what feels right to do right now. So for instance, typically you're going to get a feeling to do something that's very grounding and very specific. So if you're feeling like the walls are closing in on you, likely you'll be guided to declutter or do something that creates more space. Or if you're feeling uneasy about your money, then it might be to get your bills in order and to really look at your money. If you've been looking away from it, your inspired action isn't necessarily going to be fun or easy, but it will be on point for you. And again, will take you to higher ground. Another question that Um, people had posed or suggestion people had said was to share more of what this journey has been like for me being at home with my kids and um, using these tools that I teach in the receiving school. Also, I should say receiving school 
if you haven't heard this story, is a program that my guides told me to build. It was not something that I came up with in response to a marketplace need, which is how I've created everything else I've ever offered. Um, This was the culmination of everything I had learned over the course of my journey from my mother's death seven years ago into my father's death last March about receiving. And you know, this had to do with my interactions with my intuitive gifts, with money, with love, with support, with everything. And then they showed me sort of what exercises to put where, and they helped me move all the pieces of the puzzle around. And truly the result of the program really are magnificent. And I do not take credit for them. I, I really do feel so grateful for this. And so when I did it, This was not a process I used specifically in the order I taught it ever before. And so I got to go through receiving school too. As I was teaching it, I was doing all the tools, using all the strategies, and it made such a difference for me. And so, of course, I'm using them now. And one of the people that is in the receiving school suggested I share how it's been for me since we've been home. So how it's been for me is when we first found out that we were going to be, you know, I'm in the state of Connecticut in the States. And so when we were first told to the children were coming home and the recommendation was to self-isolate, but it was not a requirement. Non-essential businesses were still open. I did decide to basically stay home. My husband was still working, I think for one or two more days. That period of time felt like a euphoria And this was a euphoria that I remember I had right after my mother and my father died. As horrible as death is, there is this sort of of out-of-bodiness that you experience. And I remember experiencing that. So those first few days, I don't remember anything specific. The, The one thing I did remember really clearly, though, was knowing that although I was heading into this time to offer the receiving school because it was going to be starting April 6th and marketing it, that I could not do anything I had planned to do. A lot of the work I had planned to do and the marketing I had planned to share and teach really was much more appropriate if things were going, you know, normally. It had to do with a lot of teaching that would have felt just irrelevant or frivolous right now. And so I had to just get rid of everything I had created. But luckily last year when my dad died, I had to do the same thing. So I had already practiced this. So there was a, you know, there was a muscle there that was easy enough to, to use. And then I need to figure out, you know, do I still start the receiving school? And ultimately I decided I would, because I really did feel like it was a program that would be even more helpful right now. And so if that's the case, you know, do I market it? And to what intensity? And I decided that I would do mostly just teach the principles and mention the receiving school. And if people felt that it was the right fit for them, then give them the opportunity to join. And that's essentially what I've done. And people are joining and I'm thrilled with that. I'm thrilled with that. But then about day four or five of having created so much new content, putting so many new things out, having the kids home, waiting for the digital platform to come, which I knew it was coming, I did start to get a little agitated. And then over the course of that following week, where we didn't yet have them learning uh, remotely, the kids, but I knew it was coming, I really started to get 
the feeling like the walls were closing in. And um, at the time, our parks were still open. So I was going for walks in different locations. You can no longer do that. And then right at the full moon, something passed. And so all of that time, though, I did let myself feel all those feelings I was having about it, all those frustrations and the feeling of the walls closing in on me. I just allowed it to come in. And I was actually having a session with my tapping therapist, one EFT, and we were talking through all of that. And then it just popped and it was gone. And I haven't had any experiences of anything other than just profound gratitude that I have tools that can be helpful right now. I'm spending a lot of time in our Facebook group. And again, I'll put the, um, it's a free Facebook group. It's pop up. It'll be gone soon. But it was really just to share these teachings. I'm doing Oracle card readings in it and just feeling so blessed to be able to use what's happened to me in the past to really help people through this because I have gone through times where the rug has been completely ripped out from underneath me. And, you know, each time it's happened, I've gotten better and better and better at navigating it. And so I just feel like I'm prepared to be helpful. And so mostly that's what I've been feeling in our home. I've really not had the bandwidth to force my kids to do anything. So really what I've done is gone to both of them with an open heart and say, look, these are all the things that need to get done around the house. We're not having the cleaning person anymore. We're going to limit our food shopping. You know, here's what's going on. And they've stepped up to the plate You know, they both have, and they're, they're cooking dinners some nights, some nights I am too. And my husband, we're all here together and everyone's really, I have to say they're happy. We have amazing teachers. I'm so grateful for them. I'm so grateful for everyone in our community that is doing the good work. But I will say, and of course, I'm talking to my guides every day. And as I mentioned, talking to coronavirus, if you believe that. And again, there's a part of me that's not even sure I am. Um, So having those intuitive gifts, being able to receive what's happening in the moment and let go. And then here's the big one is knowing with complete trust that whether my financial goals for this particular launch of the receiving goal or receiving school are met or not is irrelevant. That if I show up in full service, I know the universe returns that. It, it matches it times many. And whether or not I meet the goals I'd set myself for re- the receiving school is not important. And being free of all of that pressure has left me in a really solid place. And so that's, that's where I am. And uh, honestly, I would never have thought to share that particular piece of it um, with you, but that someone brought it up. There are some things I'm doing to, whether I feel like it or not. (laughs) And that is, I'm having my protein shake every morning, even though it's so tempting to eat lots of bread because that's my go-to. I'm gluten-free, but I've like stocked the house of gluten-free bread options. I am getting out and walking once a day, sometimes twice a day. I am tapping every day. That's EFT. It's what I find is most helpful because I actually can't meditate right now. It's my internal world. The voices of my spirit guides, of my own intuition, of feeling the energy of the world right now are just so loud that sitting in meditation just isn't possible for me or and. I'm fine with that. I'm taking um, yoga classes with my normal yoga instructors, and I feel happy to be able to pay them for those services while doing it online. So I put some things in place I do no matter what, just to keep my sanity. And there are probably things that, you know, 
if I went with, eh, do I feel like going for a walk around my neighborhood that I now have walked in like every single day? Probably not. But I know fresh air, sunshine, um, these are the things that keep my sanity. And so they're the things I put in place to make it work. So I hope that that was helpful. Remember, the most important thing you can do right now is receive what's happening in whatever way you see it. Allow yourself to feel what you're feeling without making up stories about what the future will hold and making up stories about who did this to you or what other people are doing. And from there, that's where you're going to get to higher ground. You're going to get the answers unique to you. Now, we'll say on the day that this episode drops, I'm going to be doing a brand new masterclass about getting to higher ground where I'm going to go a little bit deeper into what are these tools where we we can kind of process what's going on for us, get to this higher ground, and then hold that higher ground no matter what's going on around us so that we're inspiring people around us to rise up to our level rather than getting pulled down by their stuff. That That's what I've heard from people is the most important right now. So if you go to pattyland.com forward slash masterclass, you can get the uh, information to access that. And if you're hearing this later on, the replay is available. The past two masterclasses, the first one being how to access your intuitive gifts. And the second one being how to allow in financial abundance. That was last week and this, sorry, last two weeks ago. And then last week, those trainings, although the replays are gone, I did load them to Facebook, to the Facebook group and to my page to run all weekend. And people have asked me, please, 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 can I just leave them up for longer? So I will leave those up for the full week. So again, I will put all of those resources in the um, show notes. You've got the masterclass, pylin.com forward slash masterclass. You can join this for that live today at noon Eastern or catch it on replay. You can see the replays of the last two masterclasses and I'll put those links. They're on Facebook both on my business page and on my private Facebook group, but it's a Facebook group. You're welcome to join to request to join. We'll put the link to the Facebook group where I'm doing daily Oracle card readings. And of course, if you want to join us in the receiving school, I would love to have you there. Go to www.thereceivingschool.com. You can register to join there and you'll be uh, added immediately. I've already dropped extra bonus resources for our receiving school participants where I guide you on how to connect to um, what is going on for you on this spiritual journey we are on and how you can get your own answers on what to do next. So that's already in the receiving school. And then we're starting on April 6th with our first week. I know that this is a challenging time and I truly, truly, truly send you just intentions for ease and peace and love. Be well. Hey, thanks for listening. And if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please share this podcast with them. And if you're feeling really generous, I'd love for you to leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. It helps us reach many more people. And it fills my heart with so much joy when I hear what you had to say about what you heard. I am cheering for your success. Have an amazing day. This podcast is part of the Sound Advice FM network. Sound Advice FM, women's voices amplified.